Hello, this is Pastor Nick Hood, and today my focus is on 2 Corinthians chapter 8. Uh, in this chapter, the Apostle Paul encourages the Corinthians to be generous in their support of the poor, uh, and also he commends Titus, who we've been hearing about for the last two chapters. So let's now begin. This is from the New Revised Standard Version of the Bible. We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. For during a severe ordeal of affliction, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For as I can testify, they voluntarily gave according to their means, and even beyond their means, begging us earnestly for the privilege of sharing in this ministry to the saints. And this, not merely as we expected, they gave themselves first to the Lord and by the will of God to us, so that we might urge Titus that as he had already made a beginning, so he should also complete this generous undertaking among you. Now as you excel in everything, in faith, in speech, in knowledge, in utmost eagerness, and in our love for you, so we want you to excel also in this generous undertaking. I do not say this as a command, but I am testing the genuineness of your love against the earnestness of others. For you know the generous act of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, so that by his poverty you might become rich. And in this matter I am giving my advice. It is appropriate for you who began last year not only to do something, but even to desire to do something. Now finish doing it, so that your eagerness may be matched by completing it according to your means. For if the eagerness is there, the gift is acceptable according to what one has, not according to what one does not have. I do not mean that there should be relief for others and pressure on you, but it is a question of a fair balance between your presence abundance, your present abundance, and their need, so that their abundance may be for your need, in order that there may be a fair balance. As it is written, the one who had much did not have too much, and the one who had little did not have too little. But thanks be to God who put in the heart of Titus the same eagerness for you, that I myself have, for he not only accepted our appeal, but since he is more eager than ever, he is going to you of his own accord. With him we are sending the brother who is famous among all the churches for his proclaiming the good news. And not only that, but he has also been appointed by the churches to travel with us while we are administrating administering this generous undertaking for the glory of the Lord himself and to show our goodwill. We intend that no one should blame us about this generous gift that we are administering. For we intend to do what is right, not only in the Lord's sight, but also in the sight of others. And with them we are sending our brother, whom we have often tested and found eager in many matters, but who is now more eager than ever because of his great confidence in you. As for Titus, he is my partner and co-worker in your service. As for our brothers, they are 
messengers of the churches, the glory of Christ. Therefore, openly before the churches, show them the proof of your love and of our reason for boasting about you. Thus we end the eighth chapter of 2 Corinthians. I'd like to pose a couple of questions for reflection on what we've just read. Number one, Paul speaks with passion regarding his desire for the Corinthians to support the work in Jerusalem. I'd like to read for you again a portion of this passage for you. And as I read it, I want you to ask yourself, what does this tell you about the ministry of Paul? Right here in the very beginning of chapter 8, he says, We want you to know, brothers and sisters, about the grace of God that has been granted to the churches of Macedonia. For during a severe ordeal of affliction, their abundant joy and their extreme poverty have overflowed in a wealth of generosity on their part. For as I can testify, they voluntarily gave according to their means and even beyond their means, begging us earnestly for the privilege of sharing in this ministry to the saints. And this not merely as we expected. They gave themselves first to the Lord and by the will of God to us so that we might urge Titus that as he had already made a beginning so he should also complete this generous undertaking among you. And so I go back to my question. What can we learn from chapter 8 about Paul's um, desire that the Corinthians support the poor in Jerusalem? And what does this tell you about the ministry of Paul? Number two, how does this chapter help you in your understanding of how Paul feels about Titus? Uh, I'm going to be honest. You know, I've read... uh, you know, Paul's letter to Titus. I've read Second uh, Corinthians before, but it's not until this reading that it's dawned on me, this chapter and the previous two chapters, how significant a person Titus is uh, in the mind of Paul, first to the Corinthians, but then to the larger church. And so my question to you is, how does this chapter help you in your understanding of what and how Paul feels about Titus. I'd like to conclude us now with a prayer. Lord, grant me a generous spirit. Remind me to remember the poor, uplift the downhearted, and strengthen the weak. Where there is discord, grant me your peace. Where there is envy and strife, make me a champion of serenity and common sense. Bless me now in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. This is Pastor Nick Hood, Pastor and Senior Minister of the Plymouth United Church of Christ. I hope this podcast reading of 2 Corinthians chapter 8 has been a blessing to you. It certainly has been a blessing to me. And uh, tomorrow I will be reading from chapter 9. If you're ever in the Detroit area, I invite you to stop by the Plymouth United Church of Christ, where I'm blessed to serve as pastor and senior minister. We worship on Sundays at 8.30 and 11 in the morning. But we also worship on Wednesdays at noon. Until tomorrow or the next time, God bless and may the Lord keep you. And remember, at my core, I am praying for you.